Hey guys, I'm Noelle Moran. And I'm Lois Shaw. And this is In Service. Well, this is our first episode. One of many. (laughs) Noelle, tell us a little bit about how this came to be. No, no, I was trying to think. I was trying to think about how it came to be. Because you and I, I texted so you. Many. Okay, I remember I was on maternity leave, and I texted you. Should we probably start a podcast about being educators? <laughs> I said yes, absolutely. I can't yeah. think of a better thing to do. And here we are, almost a year later, finally starting our podcast. I know. Go team. We. I feel like this is a platform that I, that we wish we had as educators. Something on my drive to work to empower me in the mission of teaching and what it, the kingdom work that it is as a believer, as a discipler, as a teacher, like biblically, what are the practical action steps for living out my Christ-centered calling in the classroom? Yeah, I definitely agree. I think there's a lot of negativity in the teaching world, especially these days, especially coming out of a couple of years of COVID. And we just really wanted to create a platform where teachers would have the opportunity on their way to work to live out their mission, to keep their eyes focused on the big things, keeping the big things, the big things, which is creating disciples and pointing kids towards Christ. And one of the biggest lessons that I've learned over the past couple of years of teaching has just been that it is so easy to make a lot of the small things take the joy out of teaching. But if I keep the big thing and I remember why I'm a teacher and why I want to point others to Christ, then it is an incredible opportunity to be a teacher every single day. And that is a fire that is burning bright inside me and one that I never want to lose. Mm. That's so good. Our mission statement officially empowering teachers toward gospel centricity. Noel, how would you define gospel centricity? So that's really looking at all the different aspects of teaching and thinking about what does the Bible have to say about this? Like everything that we are doing, everything that we are saying, our goal is to bring it back to what does the Bible say? As we think about different episodes and as we had planning sessions about what this podcast was going to be about, that just really helped us break down like what does the Bible have to say about lesson planning? What does the Bible have to say about classroom management, about navigating insecurity? It really is just considering through all the different elements of teaching. Beautifully said. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about what, why we're passionate about teaching and how we got into this field. Um, so I am a music educator. Um, I, we're both certified K through 12. And I have in the classroom experience with fifth grade through 12th grade. I think, is that the same for you, Noel? Yeah. And um, at different, I mean, between the two of us, what all, what subjects have we taught? I've taught choir and theater. I've taught middle school math and English, and then high school English, Bible, creative writing, journalism. (laughs) anything English English related really. We also have between the two of us experience in private school, public school, and we both had a period of elementary school when we were homeschooled. Or maybe Ooh. you actually more than that, right? 
Yeah, mine was elementary and middle. Yeah, so I just graduated with my master's in English education, which helped certify um, five through 12. And that is from a public university that I received that through, which is a unique experience to compare to the private school undergraduate education that I received. I um, I actually just left the field. <laughs> what about you? I <laughs> but I still feel passionate about it. I um, yeah. I let's see. I was my student teaching was in a couple of public schools, one in suburban context and one in a more inner city context. Then I taught private school. Then I was an administrator. Um, as the director of fine arts, but got to see kind of the inner workings of school decisions and headship. Um, and then um, the Lord called me out into church ministry, which was a huge surprise. And, but now it honestly makes a lot of sense. Kind of needed to go through a season of healing. I also have a baby, um, which isn't why I left. And I, I, I'm, I'm here to support working moms. I am a working mom still, but working teacher moms, that is a, that is a huge job because teaching is all consuming um, and more power to you, all you moms and dads. Um, but it was the right move for me in the context I was in to switch into a more flexible lifestyle, but I still am, I'm shocked by how much of my identity the Lord has rooted in being a teacher and how I'm still teaching even when I'm not in the classroom even like the alumni this week that I've been able to meet with and talk about the Bible with, and I'm daily teaching my son. Um, so normalized teaching happening outside of the classroom. Yes. Yes. And we actually do want to, I mean, part of when we were talking about our mission statement is that teaching is way past the classroom. There's a lot of like curricular educating that goes on in the classroom but there's also a lot of teaching that happens in the after school moments when there's kids eating lunch in your room, when Noel is a, is a basketball coach um, and I did a lot of stuff in theater and all those extracurricular moments are not only bonding with students, but open a lot of doors for discipleship. Yeah, I think some of the most organic conversations that I've been able to have with students is when you show up in their lives outside of the, the working school hours and the school day. Um, so I think for me personally, like coaching basketball has been an absolutely incredible opportunity to really get to know my players and my girls on a deeper level. A lot of them I've taught and to also be able to see them in facets where they're choosing to participate in these sports is just eye-opening to the ways in which the Lord has gifted them and just watching them pursue something that they're really passionate about and that they have chosen is a really special opportunity. Seeing students truly for who they are just creates so much opportunity for growth. Like when students are seen, when we really take the time to know them, not only is stuff more efficient in the classroom because you know them, you know how they learn, you know where they're at and what's hindering them, but also then you're able to speak into their lives in fruitful ways, empower them to be wiser people, um, show them what fruit of the spirit looks like. And so much of that happens, like you just said, outside of the classroom. 
absolutely god has absolutely created these students and human beings to be multifaceted and i think the most impactful way in which people have been a part of my life but then also that i want to turn around and be a part of students Mm -hmm. lives is when Mm -hmm. you jump into their whole lives just the uniqueness and the incredible ways in which the Lord has gifted each one of them. Mm-hmm. And it'll also give you such an opportunity to understand them more and be able to then more effectively teach them mm-hmm. and reach them because they know that you care about their whole being rather than just who they are as a student and who they are in mm-hmm. your classroom or whatever context you have them. Mm-hmm. And it's what that is what Jesus did. If we look at how on who called him teacher that they were walking with him through life and that those teaching moments were happening all the time, moment by moment, teaching them things through metaphors. He's, they, they never knew when a moment was going to happen. I'm going to quote Christy McClelland um, from her podcast, Pearls, where she was talking about the context in which Jesus was teaching. They'd be, they could be walking through a field and be like, here's a mustard seed. I'm going to teach you a lesson about faith. Um, and just that constant teaching that's going on that we see modeled in Jesus, our teacher. Absolutely. And just the ways in which just the design for him to come on earth, to walk alongside us and to physically experience life with us. Mm. That is what we want to bring to students. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So what can you expect? What can our listeners expect, Noel, in the, in the coming episodes? Yeah, so we have a lot of different topics that we'd love to touch on, and so some episodes that we have coming up will be about the work-life balance that, for me, I have struggled with from the first day of teaching. It is just, it can be all-encompassing, and sometimes I feel like there's no better thing for me to do than make teaching my whole identity, but Hmm. we will talk more about what that looks like and what a godly work-life balance looks like practically. Um, but then also idols for teachers, anxiety in the classroom, anxiety as a teacher and how to manage that mm. imposter syndrome. And then navigating insecurity, classroom management. Really, there's a lot that we are really excited to touch on and to just open up God's word and see what he has to say about these things. Mm. We also are looking forward to having some guests and we are, we're excited to glean from their wisdom and really utilize the, the whole body of Christ and the church capital C and learn from each other. I think we should both talk about why we love teaching. Wow, that's a loaded question. I, <laughs> you have one minute. <laughs> I love the every single day opportunity that I have to be a part of these kids' lives. I think it is the most incredible thing to just be able to walk alongside them and to be a guide. I'm not, I'm not here to enforce a bunch of rules. I'm not even here ultimately to teach them English. I am here to point these kids to the gospel and to point them to Christ. And I think that just by jumping in gives me such a raw opportunity to emulate Christ and that and Jesus and how he Mm. just walked alongside his disciples. And every single day, no matter how good, bad, ugly it is. A new day is right around the corner and it's an opportunity to once again choose to point others to Christ. And I don't think that's something just, I never, I will never get over the incredible opportunity. I think Mm. that teaching is. I, I love those moments. I've wanted to be a teacher. I think always, I've always been a maximizer. I want to take potential and make it great. Make it something I want to take good and make it great. Um, teaching is such a cool opportunity to do that, to call out potential in students. Like, this is what I see in you. 
and I'm going to, I'm going to get you there. Yeah. And to be able to, and it's the Lord that gets them there just to be able to be his vessel. Um, but then seeing like a student who comes in shaking to an audition and says, I've never sung in front of someone before. And then they end up getting the lead and, or students who say like, please don't, I like, I can't, I can't do this. And you're like, you can actually, I see that in you and being able to empower them. It's what's been done for me. Um, is people calling out what I cannot see in me. It's what God does for people all over scripture. Moses is like, I can't be the one to lead the people out of Egypt. And obviously God is like, you actually can <laughs> because I'll be with you. Um, so yeah, just teaching students like this is, this is the ways that I see you made in the image of God. These are the parts of God's character and God's heart, God's strengths that you were created for. And how can we get you there? And sometimes that's curricular. I think one of the strongest moments of being educated in my life was when I think it was my junior year, Mr. Thomas gave me like a D on an assignment, which does, I, that I was like, this does not happen to me. I took so much pride in my grades and I was like, I did the assignment. And he was like, you're capable of so much more. Like, yeah, you did it, but you didn't do what you're able to do. Yeah. And I was so floored by that. It was the, maybe the moment of feeling most empowered, even though it was the worst grade I got the most empowered and seen and like, wow, this teacher actually knows and sees what I'm capable of because I thought I did my best. And he's like, this isn't your best. You have more. And I'm not like out here trying to give students D's, but I am out here saying like you, you have more. And, uh, which, which brings us to, I get back to our mission statement of empowering you guys to make disciples of if Jesus is constantly sanctifying us and making it and making more, making more out of what we have to offer. We want to be part of that. Teaching, coaching, theater, like all of this is just a really cool opportunity to live out the gospel every single day. Mm, So good. Well, thanks so much for tuning in for our intro episode. And we're so excited to dive into some deeper topics, learn more about who God is. Yes. Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope you feel empowered in the gospel and in the words of the greatest teacher, go and make disciples. (laughs) 